0: Hello and welcome everyone. My name is Matt and this is Journey to Freedom podcast. This show is all about traveling, financial freedom, success stories, and so much more. In this podcast, I talk with a diverse community of people about their stories from around the world and my own life experiences with traveling and finance. Join me to my weekly series to learn more. Welcome back everyone and happy Friday. I am super happy that you're tuning in today and wanting to learn about this week's topic with my very special guest. As you probably know, this week's show is all about world travel, ways to save money, achieving financial freedom, and also about people who are currently on their path to success or have already achieved it. I really love sharing some stories of my own and hopefully inspiring and motivating you to do the same. Things might not be the same, just like two years ago due to a Korean pandemic, But I hope that by listening to all those stories, you're able to relate to them, plan things for the near future, or at least share with your closest friends and family. Just like always, thank you so much for your support and great feedback about the podcast on my social media accounts. If you haven't done that already, please head out to Apple Podcasts or any other platform that you might be listening on and leave a review about Journey to Freedom. It truly helps me a lot. Also, if you haven't connected with me on Patreon, feel free to do so by heading out to this week's description where you can find a link to my Patreon page. For those who aren't familiar with Patreon, Patreon is a membership platform where I share a podcast, show notes, links, files, personal financial spreadsheets on a weekly basis. It's a place where you can connect with me on a one-on-one basis and support this podcast so we can grow more and produce more great content like this. But let's go back to this week's episode as we have an amazing guest who is currently on the road somewhere in Arizona. Crosby, also known as Crosby Grace, travels on Instagram. She's currently working online and traveling in the U.S. in RV. She is a full-time freelancer and a travel blogger creating a location-independent lifestyle that allows her to travel the world while earning an income. Through her social media, and especially Instagram and YouTube channels, she inspires freedom seekers to build their dream life. On both of her channels, Crosby shares some amazing and insightful tips and tricks that she learns along her journey across the US. I have reached out to Crosby not so long ago and wanted to see if she would be interested in sharing her life story and how she became a freelancer at the age of 21. Her decision of being location-independent and working for herself instead of a regular 9-to-5 job caught my eye right away, as this is something that many people would love to do. So I don't know about you, but traveling the world while making money at the same time sounds like an ultimate goal to me. If this is something that you would like to learn, this episode is right for you. And even if you don't like leaving your nine to five job or hopping into RV like Crosby and traveling across the US, I hope you will be able to learn something from Crosby as she shares her life story and how you can find your own freedom. So Crosby, it's really great having you on the show today. Thank you so much for connecting with me.
1: Thanks so much. I'm so excited to be here.
0: Awesome. Perfect. So Crosby, like we uh, talked right before actually I started recording this podcast, I just want to you know, um, share this story with others because it's, you're super inspirational. You're, you're, you really motivate other people to do something that they probably have never done before or they would love to do. Um so I know that you're sharing all the information on Instagram, on YouTube, you're trying to promote this freelancer style uh, kind of lifestyle. Um, but before we dive into like freelancer and tips and advices that you might have for other people, can you share your story and your beginnings?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um so basically kind of how it all started, I always have had a love for travel, um, as many of us do, but I never thought that I could realistically make that my lifestyle. Um, so, you know, all through college, um, I, you know, was working towards working at an agency job. That's what I thought I was going to do was work at a nine to five corporate agency PR firm. And that was it. Um, and I was really excited about it. I worked really hard to get this specific internship, uh, my junior year of college. And I literally worked for two years to get this internship. Like I was determined. I was like, this is probably going to where I'm going to work like for the next five years or so after college. So I got this internship. I was so excited. I went to DC. I started working there and it was fine. Um, It was going well. But in the middle of my internship, I went to Idaho, which is so random. But my family had planned this trip for a while and um, the internship, they let me go for a week and I went out there and it was just the most intense contrast between this corporate city lifestyle working 45 hours a week to hiking mountains every morning, you know, working from my laptop, and really just feeling in my element. And within the last, you know, few days of me being there, you know, the reality of, oh, my gosh, I have to go back to my corporate job now, really started hitting me and really upset me because I was like, well, I see all these people on YouTube and Instagram, traveling the world, you know, all the time, not like being confined to one specific destination and really having the freedom to do whatever they want. And I was like, well, how do do they even do that? So I started researching. I remember I stayed up all night, one night in Idaho, just researching how they're able to do this. And there's various ways, but I came across freelancing. And at the time I was still in college and I was like, okay, you know, I, I do have some agency experience. We had an on-campus agency at at Elon where I went to school and I was like, well, you know, I kind of do have some experience. Like maybe I could try to freelance and make that kind of, my remote way of, you know, earning an income from wherever, because, you know, it's remote based. So <laughs> the next day, I sat my parents down. It's the day before we left Idaho. And I go, so um, I've decided to become a freelancer and uh, travel the world. And uh, yeah, this thing is, I'm going to do it and whatever. And they, you know, were kind of skeptical, but supportive at the same time. So I ended up heading back to my internship, Uh, I remember crying on the plane because I was so sad to leave. And I was just like, oh, I have to go back to this corporate job. This sucks. Even though it was a great job. Like I loved the people. I loved the work, all of that. But it just didn't feel right. It did not feel, it just didn't feel like what I was meant to do for the rest of my life. And I was looking at all the senior members in the company and I was like, I don't want to be any of these people in five, 10 years. So I went back to my job. I worked there for another two months till the contract was up. But while I was doing that, I started uh, creating my freelance business. So. I started coming up with my offerings, coming up with proposals, you know, making a list of potential clients, and I ended up, by the time I ended that internship, I had landed my first client. So senior year of college, I went to school. I had my first client, so I was balancing that with working at school, and then by second semester, I was a part-time student, so I had about four clients by then, and my goal was just to save up enough money to go overseas after graduation. And of course, COVID happened and that
0: didn't happen. Yeah. yeah. I, everything I think changed, especially for, for many people last year. But one thing that you mentioned that I really like it, and it's something that I see I'm actually doing too, because, you know, I have a full-time job, of course. But what you mentioned is that you started your, uh, you you're creating your own business pretty much at the time when you were working, right? At the same time. Mm-hmm. So by the time when you quit your job, you already had some sort of experience and ideas and a little bit of networking. Right. Um, And I I think a lot of people miss on that. They think that, um, you know, you got to quit your job and then you start your business. And I think that preparation and the research and making sure that you're ready for it the moment you quit and you have a certain plan is super important, right?
1: Oh my God. So important. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like, you know, if if you really want something and you want to go after it, you don't have to drop everything and make it happen because it is, you do want some kind of stability behind you at the same time. So, you know, I was, I know many students that freelance or many people who work nine to five that are doing something, some side hustle on the side to try and make their dream happen. So um, yeah, it's definitely not one of those things where you have to completely turn your life upside down the minute you want to change your life. You know, you can, you can just start kind of testing the waters, dipping your toes in and, and just seeing uh, what might work. And then once you feel like, okay, I'm ready to make the leap, I've been doing this for X amount of time and I'm I'm ready to kind of go all in, then you go all in, but there's no reason why you have to kind of give everything up in the very beginning.
0: Yeah, definitely. And what about the transition that you actually, from the moment you quit to the moment when you became a freelancer, was it mm-hmm. for you in particular? Cause I know everybody has a different route, of course, and different path. How was it for you? Was it stressful? Were you like excited or or how did you feel?
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, I was so excited. I really wasn't stressed at all because, um, you know, it, it kind of depends on the person, but for me, I've always been more motivated when I'm kind of the one controlling my trajectory, if that makes sense, in terms of whether it's school or my career, I do a lot better and I'm more motivated when I'm the one making myself wake up at 5.30 in the morning rather than a boss being like, okay, this is what you're doing today. You know, I felt a lot more motivated when I had the control, if that makes sense. So when I transitioned from, you know, striving for this corporate job to striving to become a freelancer... um, It was definitely, I wasn't, I wouldn't say I was stressed at all because I knew this was the path that I wanted to do. Um, But it was definitely challenging because I was navigating totally new territory all by myself and um, while also juggling classes in college. So, you know, you kind of give up that stability that a corporate job brings you for kind of trying to figure it out all alone. Um, And so, you know, with, during that process, I ended up reaching out to a lot of freelancers who graduated from my same school. So I reached out on LinkedIn. I said, Hey, you know, I'm trying to start a freelance business. I'd love if we could jump on the phone and, you know, talk through your experience and any tips you might have. Um, and just little informational interviews basically for the first, I'd say six months of becoming a freelancer. And it was so beyond helpful because you get really some one-on-one help. Um, I learned, you know, the different invoicing things that I could do through that. I learned about, Uh, you know, contracts and all like the scary stuff, the finances, the taxes that that really, you know, you can do the services all day long. But when it comes to those nitty gritty things that a normal corporate job would kind of do for you, um, that's where I was getting a little bit overwhelmed. Um, So I was just doing my very best to ask for help and kind of spread the word of, you know, what I was doing in case someone knew someone who knew someone that could use my services. Exactly.
0: Yeah. And networking, I think, because, you know, I work in the hospitality industry. Networking is super important. So I've mm-hmm. never honestly worked anywhere else, like just hospitality industry. But I know that obviously networking in every single industry is super important. Because when you know people they can help you out, they can reach out to next, you know, next people and the next people. And they can either get you a job or help you out. So this is something that you mentioned super, super important that I always stress out. Um, that's super mm-hmm. important. But another thing I want to talk about is, um, you know, when you, when you leave your 9 to 5 job, why would you say is it so important to, uh, you know, leave that job, leave that paycheck-to-paycheck paycheck kind of mentality, and start working towards your passions? Because that's uh, how I see it, at least. It's that's when you really grow. That's how you advance, and that you really right. Wouldn't you just say so?
1: Oh, I totally agree, and that was a big reason why um, corporate really didn't work for me. And and that's not to say it doesn't work for other people. Because for some people, you know, the way that they are. Corporate is the best decision for them. So it really just comes down to your work style. But uh, for me, freelancing and just entrepreneurship in general, um, it gave me a lot more incentive to work really hard because I didn't have a set salary. So it's not like okay, if I work harder than everybody else in this corporate job, all of my coworkers, I'm still getting paid the exact same, unless you know, of course, you have bonuses or something like a benchmark you're working towards. But you know, at at a corporate uh, PR job that I would be at. I would have been getting paid the same as everybody else until my boss decided to give me a raise maybe once every couple years. And as a freelancer or as an entrepreneur, if you work harder and you're really scrappy, you network and you work harder than everyone else, you are going to succeed. And that level of motivation is really what drove me. And it's what continues to drive me because you know the sky is the limit at this point and you know once you get that momentum as a as a entrepreneur you know you can really go very far and i think i just felt very you know i didn't feel limited at all when i made the switch
0: yeah and then besides obviously the passions the the things that mm-hmm. you work on it comes with money at the same time because in your typical nine-to-five right. job you only have a limited amount of time, right? You work your mm-hmm. 8 hours every single day and then you know exactly how much you're going to earn, right? When you're a freelancer, things are completely different. How
1: exactly. does it work
0: how, how does it work if you could like explain to those who aren't really too familiar with a freelancer mm-hmm. how does it work when it comes to earning money?
1: Yeah, for sure. So so when you're starting out typically, depending on how much experience you have, um your rates will be you know, pretty low if you're someone like me who started in college. So I had never even worked more than three months at a corporate job because I was in school. So I worked summers. But um, so my rates were pretty low to start. And then as you gain experience, credibility, and you have more to show to potential clients, you can start raising those prices. Um, and typically, as a beginner freelancer, you'll start with an hourly rate. But I always tell people, and this is, you know, what I was striving in the beginning was start hourly, but eventually you're going to want to, you know, have a retainer policy or a monthly stipend that you get from a client or uh, a project fee, because as you become better at your craft, um, your hours will naturally go down because you're more efficient and you don't want to be getting paid less for being more efficient, (laughs) if that makes sense. So, um, so yeah, I, would say in the beginning, your rates start out pretty low, um, and they're typically hourly, but as you gain your credibility and all of that, it does start to increase and you do have to be comfortable vouching for yourself and knowing your worth and being okay, you know, kind of persuading your clients why you deserve to be paid this amount. Um, Because at the end of the day, it's not like you're getting benefits from being a freelancer, you know, like- they have to you kind of have to take that into account as well. How are you going to pay for medical insurance? How are you going to pay for all of these things? So um so yeah, that that's kind of um how I would explain it as a summary. Did that answer your question? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Okay. And another thing is that I spoke with Patrick about that as well yeah. on this uh, podcast when we were talking about being a digital nomad, about earning money and trying to figure out how to become a fl- freelancer, how to earn mm-hmm. that money. What kind of jobs can you have, what can you do when you're traveling the world and you're pretty much looking at the location independent. Cause I know you share yeah. a lot of great tips on Instagram, on YouTube, which I'm definitely going to link, uh, you know, information about that in my show notes as well. Mm-hmm. But if you could share some of those ideas that people can do when they travel. Oh, sure.
1: the yeah. Well, the thing with freelancing is, is now that we're basically the world is almost hundred percent remote at this point, depending on the industry. So, you know, depending whatever you're interested in, whatever you have the most experience in chances are there is, you know, room for you in the freelance world. Um, And so, you know, the services that you can do, it varies so widely depending on the industry. For me personally, my industry is social media and branding and marketing. Uh, Digital marketing, I guess, is a good umbrella. Um, And there is just an insane amount of opportunities you can do in there. Um, My main thing that I do is I'm a branding strategist. So I create brand standards guides for small businesses and entrepreneurs where I basically help them, um, create or elevate their online presence. I help them kind of nail down their branding, which is really important nowadays and kind of how to infuse that into their website and their social media strategy. So that's kind of what I do. I'm also a content writer. So I write blog posts for, um, for clients. I do web copy, uh, newsletters, all of that. Um, so I really just use what I was good at from school, um, and my experiences and kind of made that my services, but, you really can do so many um, outside of the freelance world. You know, there's um, IT, there's virtual assistants. So virtual assistant is another form of freelance where you pretty much are kind of like someone's, um, yeah, basically a personal assistant where you do maybe their emails, work on their calendar, make sure all of that is kind of up to date and it helps entrepreneurs. You can do everything remotely. Um, so there, there's really so many different types of freelance work that you can do just totally depending on the industry.
0: And it from, from what we just said, it sounds like it's you're super, super busy because you, you just mentioned so many <laughs> jobs. But at the same time, like you said, you pretty much set up your own schedule. You yes. know what you're going to do. And at the same time, on top of that, you travel and you enjoy life, which is mm-hmm. the goal pretty much of being a freelancer.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: And with that being said, let's talk about how you got your RV uh, mm-hmm. and how you traveled the U.S. right now because that's super exciting too. Because I know that some people, when they're location-dependent, they might go to you know certain countries or some places in the world. They just stay there for, for a little bit. But you're actually on the move. So as we're recording it, you're somewhere in Arizona. Uh, I am. <laughs> So let, let's talk about your your beginnings with that because that's super exciting too.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So um, the first experience I had with traveling and working remotely at the same time was last fall um, where I went car camping for two months through Colorado so I basically, during quarantine, I built out my whole my Jeep Wrangler. I built a bed platform in the back, some drawers, and I set off with my sister across the country. And we spent a month in Colorado, and then she went back to school. And I spent the second month by myself traveling and freelancing at the same time. And that was kind of my trial run, if you want to call it that, yeah. for can I actually make this work? Can I freelance and travel at the same time? Like, I really just didn't know if it was actually possible. Um, so that trip... Proved that it was, and then I could make it work. So it was really exciting after that. So when I came home, I started planning my next road trip. And you know, obviously, one day I want to go abroad once you know once it's safe to do so. But um, until then, I'm just exploring the U.S. And what happened was in January, I was planning my next road trip through Arizona and California. And uh, my boyfriend, his business um, ended up. It worked out that he wanted to do some new business proposals out west, and he was like, "Well." maybe I could get a travel trailer and we could travel together and I could do that. You could travel. And it just worked perfectly. So he ended up getting this travel trailer with company money and we set off together on this big adventure. And, um, we set out in end of January, we went up North as like a trial run for three weeks. Uh, we went through Virginia and North Carolina and uh, Tennessee. And then in, early April, we set out west. So we've been through Louisiana, Texas, New Mexico, and now we're in Arizona. Next month, we'll be in California. Wow,
0: you're really traveling the U.S. Like, I know. <laughs> so that's so cool. That's amazing. It's
1: been insane. It's been so great. And, and you know, being totally transparent about the realistic side of things, this week, I'm staying in Scottsdale. I'm probably staying in Scottsdale for one to two weeks because we have been on the road so much, on the move for so long, and um, we're, both of us are kind of like, oh my gosh, we need to just take a breath, catch yeah. up on work, relax for a second. So we ended up we this is the first Airbnb we've gotten in over a month, and we're at an Airbnb with really fast Wi Fi, and okay. we're gonna be here for a few days just to you know catch up on work, and that's something you kind of have to do. So you know, that's just like a more realistic side of things, and that's why I'm here. But um, it's been it's been a lot of work. Uh, to kind of balance the two, but it is by no means impossible. Um, and, you know, I have to be connected to the internet to do my job. So um, I have found various ways to make that happen. So, um, so yeah, that's kind of been my experience.
0: Cool. Okay. But let's just, if, if you could be a little bit transparent here, cause I know a lot of okay. people uh, think of this and me too myself, cause I don't know, I've never really traveled in, in a van before RV before, you know, it sounds like a little bit of a fairy tale. You just get a van, you cross, you, you go around the, you know, US, you travel around. Uh, you just probably, you know, see some national parks, you travel a little, you know, you work on your mm-hmm. computer and that's pretty much it. I'm sure that there are some challenges, some, you know, some, some challenges that you probably faced or you're currently facing with, with that. Cause it's not all fair tale, There's like, it's, it's life pretty much. That's what it is. Right. Yes. What would you say that is something that you wish you knew before you started or something that, is, that currently you, you, you know, mm-hmm. your challenges.
1: So I would say. The lack of stability, I've never been one that needs routine. Um, I like the variety that comes with travel. I really like the ups and downs and the challenges and everything that comes with it. But when you're freelancing or working a remote nine to five, you do need some level of stability. So, um, you know, a lot of the things that I post on social media, I try to keep it real. I always post when I'm working, like if I'm at a cafe or if I'm working in the RV, I'll always try and post it. Um, but it does look like I'm traveling the entire time and doing these amazing hikes and, and all the things. But in reality, I'm on my computer every single day. Um, I might be on my computer starting at 6 PM and going to 1 AM, which isn't healthy. I don't recommend that, but I might be working on the weekends and maybe hiking on like a Tuesday instead of a Saturday type thing. You know what I mean? So I do work very weird hours depending on when we have service, you know, if we don't have service, I kind of like, okay, well now we need to go on the hunt for service. And we might spend the entire day looking for cell towers and going sit next to yes. a cell tower connected to my hotspot and getting on the computer. So it's def- it's a, it's pretty hectic, especially when you are actively moving and you're in more remote areas. So traveling through the US on major highways, you're typically fine to use your hotspot, but You know, if you're in a remote area and it's like a Monday and you have a call, you you better have a plan (laughs) to find somewhere to get service. You can call your client or a a recent a recent uh, challenge that I've had is, you know, I'm kind of balancing freelancing with content creation. You know, my real passion is blogging, creating videos. Sharing, you know, this lifestyle with my audience. So that's really what I would love to be my entire business. But for the time being, I'm freelancing to financially support myself. So, you know, the other day I, I was on the phone with my client and they're wanting to increase my hours by 10 hours a week. And I'm over here like, well, <laughs> I'm already struggling <laughs> to work the amount of hours that I'm already working. And I don't know, you know, it, it was just, it was stressful. And, and this is a vi- I'm just trying to be super real because yeah, this course. is what happens. You know what I mean? So you might have a, a difficult client that wants to call you at 10 p.m. And you might not have service because you're at a campsite. And you kind of have to communicate that with your client or with your boss and just be like, look, I'm available from these times to these times on these days and just make that very clear and stick to that um, because when you are on the road, that stability is completely gone. Um, so I'd say that's definitely the biggest challenge and the biggest way to kind of overcome that challenge is making a very strict plan for yourself and communicating that plan with whoever's affected by your work.
0: Yeah. What about the perks? Because I know you, when you travel, oh. I see all the fo- I know there are plenty of perks, but <laughs> I see all the photos and you know national parks and mm-hmm. adventures. Uh, what would you say? What would you say are some of the perks? With
1: oh my so- god, so many perks! I mean, this is the reason I started freelancing was so I could travel the way I'm traveling right now. Um, There's so many ways that you can work and travel. You know, freelancing is just one of them. There are literally so many ways nowadays with the online world. Um, so definitely, you can look into other options, but. I would say a couple of the big perks that I've been experiencing recently is I, there's, there's a couple that come to mind. First is for what I do, I have to be creatively inspired. Like I, I need to feel, um, I just need to feel like I have ideas in my head for when I'm writing for clients, when I'm creating content for social media I, I have an issue when I'm in one place for too long where I just lack that creativity. Yeah. And when I'm traveling and I'm on the road, you know, I might be on a hike and, I'm, and my head is super clear and I'm thinking of like, you know, a strategy idea pops in my head for a client. I'm like, oh my God, like this would be such a great idea. Or, you know, I'm, I'm looking at something and I get really inspired for a video I could create. And so the travel gives me a different level of, of uh, inspiration and creativity for my work, which is really, really cool. Um, And then the other uh, big part for me, because I have a problem with this is it kind of forces you to have a work life balance. So I, you know, in college, I literally would work from like 5am to I don't even want to say how late in the night, like I was crazy. And it's not sustainable. I burnt out so many times. And now that I'm traveling. I, I can't be working 24 seven. It's just not possible, especially when you're in beautiful locations. <laughs> like one reason you don't, if you, if you don't have service, you can't really do much. But if I'm at a national park or near a national park, I'm like, well, I'm going to go to the freaking national park. I would do that. <laughs> So, right. Right. So, so it kind of forces you to enjoy life and, and, and live your best life and be very conscious of your time management. Because if I'm in a beautiful location, I'm not going to be Twiddling my thumbs, procrastinating on a task I need to do for work. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna knock this out so I can go on a hike. Exactly. So it kind of gives you that motivation. So those are the big things that I've noticed for the. So I'm lifestyle.
0: assuming no more nine to five job for you, ever <laughs> again.
1: Oh, I don't know if it's clear enough. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so from, from what I understand, because we spoke about that too, before we started recording this, uh, we talked about interpre- entrepreneurship a little bit as well. Because mm-hmm. I, from what I understand, when you're a freelancer, of course, you're putting so many hours, you're making, you know, you're networking with people, uh, you're trying to get the idea of what you really want to do. But the next step, what you want to do is become your own, like a boss, right? You want to mm-hmm. become, you have your own business. And I know that's something that is, uh, you're striving for right now, you're looking forward to, and you're still not there yet um, yeah. but at the same time i'm sure you you're a little bit closer than everybody else i'm wondering what kind of tips or advice would you have for those people that want to make that extra step that want to make mm-hmm. sure that they're doing what they, they love to do
1: yeah so i'd say if i could give myself advice a couple years ago it's that you know life is so long and at least me at 23 years old i i sometimes forget how young i am and how much life I have to live. And so I try to just take the pressure off myself when it comes to figuring out what is my purpose? What is the business that I should be starting right now? Like I should know it already. And the truth is I don't, but like you said, I am so much closer to figuring that out because I'm giving myself the freedom to explore those options. And by kind of, um, challenging myself and pushing myself to new limits by traveling and working, I'm learning much more quickly what I'm passionate about, what I'm good at. And um, it's given me so many different ideas for different routes that I could pursue with a future business. Um, And definitely I am a lot closer to figuring out what that is now than I was even just a year ago. Um, And you know, I, I'd say for me, my biggest thing right now is just kind of building my credibility online within this niche, because this is my passion is yeah. you know making travel and remote work your lifestyle. Um, and so that's why I'm creating uh, content on YouTube and Instagram, because, you know, I want to kind of build an audience and share this message with as many people as possible, because I genuinely it changes lives and it's changed my life. It's changed people's lives that follow me, who have messaged me and been like, you know, I've made the leap and it's the best thing I've ever done. Yeah. So, you know, if I can create a business that brings all that together, amazing. Um, but again, I'm just still figuring that out and I'm trying not to put a time limit on it, put too much pressure on myself because I know it will come. Um, so yeah, I'd say, I'd say when it comes to advice, just, you know, Focus on your what what lights you up, how you can make an impact on people, and give yourself the freedom to explore those options and, and learn about yourself. Um and for me, traveling is what gives me that learning opportunity. Yeah. Um, but whatever works for you.
0: So yeah. And it's really good that you're twenty three right now, just super yeah. young, which is really good that you're able <laughs> to figure out right now because there are so many people that are in their thirties, forties, fifties, they keep working. Right. And they don't still know about it. Maybe they just keep going and they're going to work until they retire pretty much. And it's really, really good. I'm glad that you're able to figure out and you know, you're on this path so much closer than everybody else. Right. So, well, yeah, okay, go ahead. And
1: I just going to say one thing about the age is it does not matter if you're, if you're 45, 50 years old and you're working a corporate job and you're like really resonating with this conversation and you really want to, you know, make a massive drastic change, you can do it at any age. It... This, you know, the digital world has blown up even just in the past year because of COVID. So, you know, whatever age you are, it's never too late to kind of make this your lifestyle. Um, so perfect. I just wanted to put that out there because I'm so passionate about that.
0: <laughs> perfect. Perfect. Me too. Yeah. Okay. So last question. My, my, yeah. my question is because you said that you're still obviously building the brand. You're, you're trying to figure out what you exactly what you did and what you want to do but what are your plans for the next, let's just say, three or six months? Are you still going to travel in a van or are you going to go to Europe or, you mm-hmm. know, hike in, I don't know, Asia or something yeah. like that? What are your plans?
1: Oh my gosh. So so I'm planning on being on this road trip until probably mid-July. Um, I'm heading back to my hometown in Tampa, Florida um, after that, but I I don't have any set plans. There's a couple things that I really do want to do. Um, one of those is I want to go car camping again up in North Carolina. I did car camping in Colorado, like I mentioned earlier, but I want to do it again because I didn't have a YouTube channel before when I was doing that. So I really want to share that experience um, with my audience as well, because I think um, it's really interesting and it's a different way of traveling. Um, But I'd say in terms of like another big trip that I want to do, I'm dying to go to Mexico or anywhere in South America, but Tulum, Playa del Carmen looks like really big hubs for digital nomads right now. A lot of people that I'm kind of Instagram friends with are down there working remotely, absolutely loving it. Um, And Spanish was my minor in college. So I would love to go down there and kind of revamp my Spanish skills and, uh, work from there. But I'd say I'm definitely craving that international experience again. And whenever I can get to Southeast Asia, that is like my ultimate the goal. goal. The goal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Do you see yourself living somewhere else as well? Or do you think you're actually going to stay here in the U.S. and going to travel around?
1: Um, no, I, I do see myself going elsewhere for sure. Once it, once it makes sense, I don't see myself necessarily living in a specific place, um, for more than a few months. So I definitely could see myself settling somewhere for two to three months at an Airbnb or in a, a rental apartment. But, um, I don't see myself settling really anywhere for the foreseeable future, at least the next few years. I just you really too. want to
0: Me too. <laughs> Yeah.
1: <laughs> yep. Yep. I just, I just literally, I just want to see the world. And so, um, you know, Tampa will always be my home base. It's where my family and my friends are, but, um, but I definitely will be settling, temporarily in other places until you know I'm older <laughs>
0: Cool, perfect. Okay. Yeah. Um, so how can people find you on Instagram and, and YouTube how can they follow your journey
1: yeah so you can follow me on Instagram and YouTube my username is Crosby Grace Travels um, I also have a blog it's CrosbyGraceTravels.com so um, yeah I have all my resources on there uh, lots of things you know my blog I have a lot of resources about how to become a freelancer how to travel and freelance same with YouTube you can see my RV journey and Instagram I put everything on Instagram so um so yeah follow me on all of them DM me I'll DM me back <laughs> so yeah
0: sounds good perfect okay Grace, yeah. awesome thank you so much for connecting I'm really really happy that we we're able to talk have this episode that should be out very soon so super excited thank you so much I will post all the information and in the show notes so people can follow you follow you on the journey uh wish you all the best I'm definitely going to keep looking at your Instagram stories see what's happening where you are in the world so that's super exciting time for you thanks a lot
1: Thank you so much.
0: Thanks a lot for joining the podcast. Please make sure you subscribe, let your friends, let your family know, and also support me on Patreon. So for those who aren't too familiar with Patreon, Patreon is a membership platform that allows you to connect with me on one-on-one basis, a place where you can support my work and get exclusive content that I'll be sharing with you. This is where I'll be sharing my knowledge about travel, finance, by sharing posts, links, files, and so much more. Thanks a lot for listening, guys, and I'll catch you on the next one.